This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. The Illini beat the Badgers earlier this month when they were 0-3 in the Big Ten. One o'clock coverage tomorrow afternoon on WSOY. Then tomorrow night at St. T in their conference tournament, 7.20 on WSOY. In other news, it's Friday. For more stories, podcasts, and videos, visit NowDecatur.com. If you want to protest, do it peacefully. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. That is Tyree Nichols' mother's message in Memphis, Tennessee, telling people to vigil for her son last night. I don't want us burning up our cities, tearing up the streets, because that's not what my son stood for. Nichols died three days after his confrontation with five police officers who were also black. Body cam footage will be released tonight. The actions of these officers were awful, and no one, including law enforcement, is above the law. Mayor Jim Strickland. Those five former Memphis police officers all face now multiple charges, including second-degree murder. Fox's Steve Harrigan in Memphis as it stems from a January 7th traffic stop. Tyree Nichols was accused of reckless driving. There was a confrontation at the car. He ran, and then there was a second confrontation. The final beating took place less than 100 yards from his house where he lived with his parents. According to attorneys for the family, he called out for his mother and said, what did I do? The National Guard is ready in Atlanta in case there are protests a second weekend in a row over the police shooting death of a protester who had shot and wounded a state trooper. The National Archives wants former presidents and VPs to check their records for classified documents. Representatives of the Trump, Obama, Bush, Clinton, W. Bush and Reagan presidencies got these letters showing a growing sense that classified material might have inadvertently been mishandled more than anyone first suspected following the discoveries at the Trump, Biden and Pence homes. Fox's Jackie Heinrich. Special counsels are investigating the Biden-Trump classified discoveries. There's a House Republican attempt to block Congressman Adam Schiff from seeing classified documents after the Democrat was taken off the Intelligence Committee. This is not the end of my fight for our democracy this is just the beginning. Schiff announced he's running for a Senate seat in California. He had led Trump impeachment probes. America's listening to Fox News. Greetings, Sebastian Gorka here. For years, I've mentioned how much Relief Factor has helped the pain in my lower back. Gary from Ohio shared his experience, too. He writes, I tried Relief Factor due to its botanical ingredients to reduce pain in my shoulder, knee, and lower back. After just a few weeks, the knee pain was completely gone, and the shoulder and back pain were reduced quite a bit. I can now exercise much more comfortably and practically pain-free. Thank you, Relief Factor. After trying Relief Factor, over half a million people have gone on to order more. So it looks like a lot of people are thanking Relief Factor. Three weeks from now, you could be doing the things you enjoy doing. Your first step to becoming pain-free should be to order the three-week quick start at the reduced price of $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF. That's relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF. Feel the difference with Relief Factor. relieffactor.com. Testimony will resume later this hour in South Carolina at Alec Murdaugh's trial. The attorney's charged with murdering his wife and son. Six witnesses have taken the stand so far. Prosecutors have played jurors, police body camera footage, and the 911 call Alec Murdaugh made when he reported finding wife Maggie and son Paul shot to death on their family property. State prosecutor Creighton Waters also focused on the color of the water coming from the dog kennels toward Paul's body. He asked one veteran deputy if he noted that. Was that discoloration, in your opinion, consistent? He's not been qualified to give an opinion about this matter.
Waters asks if it's consistent with blood. The defense attorney Dick Harpootlian's objection was sustained. Prosecutors are hinting Alec may have washed blood off. They've said gunshot residue was found on Murdaugh's raincoat. He left at his mother's house the night of the murders. Jessica Rosenthal, Fox News. He wanted to join ISIS and went on a terror attack. He's now guilty of in New York City. Seifulo Saipov was determined to be guilty on 28 counts that included murder and supporting a terror group. It was on Halloween six years ago that Saipov drove a rental truck down a bike path, hitting people before crashing into a school bus with kids inside. Saipov's defense never disputed his actions, calling it senseless and horrific. Saipov did not take the stand in his own defense. The same jury will come back to decide what Saipov's punishment will be, life in prison or the death penalty. Now, that's Fox's Grinnell Scott. The death penalty normally cannot happen in New York. The state does not allow executions, but this is a federal murder case. There was another terror conviction yesterday in New York City, but for the first time it was on a state level. Abdullah El Faisal found guilty of recruiting support for the Islamic State group, caught up in a New York City police undercover sting that went international. He's a cleric who was living in Jamaica when arrested and then extradited to New York. On Wall Street, stock futures down slightly before the opening bell. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. Earth Mover Credit Union presents the United Way Open at Caddyshack Golf Club. Tee it up anytime from now to Wednesday, February 22nd. Play the golf simulator at Caddyshack, add a $10 donation to the United Way, and your nine-hole score could qualify you for the finals and a chance at the $1,500 prize purse. Get all the details at uwdcater.org or the United Way Facebook page. Earth Mover Credit Union presents the United Way Open, courtesy of the 4-9 in Mount Zion, the country financial agency of Ludwig & Young, the law office of Andrew S. Erickson, Blake Palooza LLC, and Newhoff media. Here is Nick Smith with your News Channel 20 Storm Team forecast. Today we've got a chance of morning flurries, mostly cloudy, high near 42. Tonight increasing clouds with a low around 27. For Saturday, mostly cloudy, high near 46. Overnight rain and freezing rain likely. And for Sunday, cloudy with a high of 34. Current temperature in downtown Decatur is 25 degrees. Your WSOY time is 8.06. Good morning and welcome to the 8 o'clock hour of the company. Angela is in from the YMCA and Nicole Bateman will join us from the EDC. White screen or dark mode on your phone? Angela's the dark mode. Talk about that next. Buyers and Company, WSOY, 1340 AM, 103.3 FM, streaming live at NowDecatur.com. If you're old enough to go back in the day, and when I say back in the day, I'll uh, take you back to 1996. We'll start there. (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't seem to be like that long ago, 26 years, right? Uh, the first time I did a radio show, we had a PC monitor on the desk that probably weighed 40 pounds, uh, and had a black screen with green Still? type. Wow. In 96? Yeah. Wow. That w- I mean, Let's reserve your judgment, youngster. <laughs> We've just gotten started on this conversation. And you were like, Two? No, I was in high school. Oh, okay. <laughs> and I grew up on the black screen, green type, for yes. sure. But by that time, the home computer, the PC, 
color monitors were, I mean, yeah. we were there. I had another monitor mm-hmm. that was a color monitor. Okay. This was used as the talk back uh, okay. All right, between fine. MCR Sorry. and the studio. Totally adequate for that. Because <laughs> you're such a tech snob. I mean, we know this. No, no at that a, time. He's a techie. I'm just yeah. saying at that time. Okay, we didn't all. You know. I grew up with Commodore 64. Yeah, me too. <laughs> me too. And that thing, oh my Lord, I just wanted to throw it. Yeah. So we started with black screen, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, yeah. but now today, flash forward 26 years, I, I came in and I wasn't being nosy, <laughs> but Angela was on her phone and she was typing something to someone or yeah. text or email yeah. or whatever. And I noticed she's got dark mode on her phone. I do. I hate dark mode. <laughs> I like it if if the app switches to it at night, like mm. it's part of yeah. the, like my car will do yeah. that. I have some apps that will do that. I enjoy that. Yeah. I don't opt for it. I yeah. want stock. At night, I'm sleeping. Stock. I don't yeah. care what it does. If it, uh, if yeah. it comes with dark mode, I'm ha- I'll keep it yeah, dark yeah. mode. I want the stock experience. Okay, but what is the purpose? What is the difference? Are there personality traits? What what causes people? Because I would I feel like there's way more people in my camp, and that's not necessarily a good thing, than there is in Angela's camp yeah. on as far as how people consume stuff. I chose it because I think... Since I've gotten older, I can see things more clearly when it's the dark background Mm -hmm. as opposed to the light since I've become uh, farsighted. (laughs) Jen does dark mode too, but I don't know why. Uh, Be interesting to see. Mm -hmm. There's got to be something. Aesthetics. Aesthetics. And there must have been enough of a clamor for it for Apple to feel like developing. I I sometimes accidentally get into it and I can't get out of it fast (laughs) enough. Just like, what am I doing here? Why do I change this? Now, yeah. Here, here's all right. You want to feel old? Uh, I, I, I do my books through the Kindle app, oh. mm. you know, on my iPad, and I have the the words so large that when I read two chapters, when I go to my email, I can barely see it because my eyes have adjusted, adjusted to this so thing. <laughs> and I go, "What is happening over here?" It's like the sight test where the, you're reading the top row and the bottom row, and I barely do, see the farmhouse. My font is a I little bit actually, bigger on my phone. I, I actually would have to listen. I'm yeah. like, did this go back to like you know? Like I thought I like. Do I you should... have your font changed when you do your texts? Are they because mine's much bigger than what the stock option yeah. is? I uh, should. If I'm being honest, I should. Because I, when I when I get my phone up in the middle of the night, yeah. I'm not seeing it. My, mine's that size. Oh, yeah, that's about my size. Yeah. yeah. Yep. That's, should, that's the 50 size. I should probably <laughs> do it. True. And it's not out of shame. It's out of, I want it to be stock, how it was yeah, intended. Yeah, yeah. I, I need to go ahead and switch. No, I, I, I did that fairly recently. I, yeah. I had held on out of vanity reasons, you know. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're either doing this or you're doing that, and I, I moved it up. But even the bigger size, when I read my Kindle, I, I go back and it looks this big. I, I mean, know. like... yeah, I'm about ready to start checking out when I check out books to get the large print. <laughs> <laughs> like extra thick. Yeah, I'm carrying one book home. It's Volume like... three of yeah. Puppy Finds a Home. <laughs> no, hang, hang on a second. <laughs> Check out books. You're going to the library? Well, I'm on the board, so I feel like I have oh, to do a little Which more. library? Maroa. Nice. Yeah. They got a nice library. They do. But you go check out books? Every once in a while. Not as... So I do the Hoopla and uh, mm. the Libby apps. Yeah, they're, nice. they're great. What's that? They're just apps that you have. we have through our library. You have and, to have a library card. Yes. And through that uh, arrangement, you and, can... Yeah. Yeah, and all new. Uh, You're on yeah. the. I didn't I have no idea I you am. served on the Moro. How, how yeah. did you end up? That's cool. Um, 
Well, I've always been a, a library geek, and I went in there one day, and and uh, they were saying, hey, we need uh, board members. And I was like, oh, I'd love to do that. So I think I've been doing it for about a decade, but I'm about ready to come off because, you know, you need you need new blood. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You just, you've done your so, time. Yeah. You've done your time. I, I am yeah, so... Yeah, fresh industry, like printed books, they need to... Right. Uh, I, I, yeah. I so... I so... Uh, I am so mixed on this conversation. Because <laughs> I, too... Yeah. Found the magic of a library mm-hmm. as a young kid to be a very seductive thing. I mean, yeah. it was, you know, the Dewey Decimal System, like the idea of finding knowledge and books yeah. and, and, and from, from get go, that was my thing. Lindsay's mm-hmm. very similar. Uh, yet I struggle now to, to understand, you know, how it lives in today's world. And, um, you know, I, I always thought I'd be the guy that would hold on to books. And then I, I, I went digital and, and, and now, now if I do a book, uh, you know, mainly coffee table books mm-hmm. or sort of more of that kind of thing, but anything I read now is a novel or a, uh, an autobiography or whatever, mm-hmm. it's all digital. And, and I, I feel a little guilty about that. I just don't know how you can justify the space, the amount, the money, the vo- I mean, you know, when I was on the public schools foundation board, every, I'd drive everybody crazy. I'm like, why are you spending two thousand mm-hmm. dollars on books? Mm-hmm. You know, when you could mm-hmm. buy iPads and everybody could have like whatever. So I'm really torn. It is, and uh, our director's amazing, and she is, you know, she's with the times, and she realizes that things are trans transferring over to more digital so they're not transferring over. they've, they've well, been mean, there and they're we, gone we we have a lot of older people that still do the books. do the books so yeah. uh you know so well i, I so, applaud yeah. you for for doing it it's tough that's just a tough thing right the, also the role that a library has taken on as a community center mm-hmm. helper with taxes uh Finder of information, stuff like that i think still has some value yeah for, and, for a short window and sadly mm-hmm. you know Schools have gotten rid of their libraries because, like you said, everything's I, digital. I don't know about that. A lot of so well, they'll shrunk come, them. Yeah, and so they'll use our resources at our library to yeah. help with. I, I just, I, it's it's hard for me to be completely sad because the resources didn't go away; they just transferred yeah. to another yep. medium, so they're Absolutely. still there. Uh, so it's not like you lose yep. that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I just don't know what it looks like. You, yeah. you know, moving into the future. And that that's just one of those unfortunate things with growth and, and change in technology is that, you, you know, yeah. um, the mom and pop store gave way to Walmart. Uh, well, you know, I mean, it's arcade. Just, yeah. And, What's the point of an arcade? Oh, I, man, I, I loved arcades. Right. I didn't meet, dude, <laughs> my I, husband was a, And I would go to one right guy. now, but I've got and an I'm arcade not even at my a gamer, house. But, yeah. it, you know, got one in my pocket. Get a stack of quarters mm-hmm. and, and go have yeah. fun. Yeah. Well, and, and my husband's great aunt, uh, gave money to build the new library. So she basically built that library. So I felt a kind of a need to cool. to it's be a neat there. Tie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Now does Maroa and Forsyth do they both have a library? Yes. Yes. And I know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And Forsyth has a very nice library as well. Yeah. So uh that's well good for you. Is yeah. the Maroa one downtown or is it tucked in that neighborhood right by the school? It's in that it's, neighborhood-ish, it's, right? Uh, it's in a neighborhood. It's just behind the elevator. Okay. Yep. Yeah. By the way, the first uh, graphical user interface with a white screen. Do you know what that was? With a white screen? I mean, with a like the the reverse of what it had always been. Was it the no? The Game Boy was still another. I don't know. 
the Lisa. Oh, really? The what? Apple's yeah. Lisa in 1983 that failed miserably. Oh, but it was the, the Lisa. It, it was, I think it was his daughter's name, right? Really? That was the first computer <laughs> to be like different looking than what all had hmm. been before. So Lisa. yes, you're right. They've been around for a while. Wow. Uh, all right. I have no idea who Andy Grammer is. <laughs> Do you? Yeah, he's got some uh, some big songs, a lot of hits. He you would know at least one of his songs. Mm-hmm. Can you one. can you find one? Yeah, of course. All right, uh, he's coming to the Devon. I saw oh. I got this press release uh, yesterday from the uh, Decatur Park District, uh, July twenty eighth. Um, tickets uh, for this show will go on sale later. Uh, at a later date, uh, soon to be announced, but they've got $45 for the pit, $45 for seats, 38 terrace, 30 for the lawn. I was a little surprised, like my knowledge to him versus the ticket prices, because they're very usually affordable at the Devon, depending on what it is. This was a higher ticket price for a guy that I've never oh, heard his name. I thought that was a good ticket price when I heard Oh, it. no, it but is yeah, a good ticket yeah. price. I meant higher. But like normally what you see. I, yeah. I, I generally, when you give me an artist, yeah. I can assign a value based on you the knowledge know. of the artist. You would know it. This guy, I don't have a clue. I'm like, is this a Christian artist? Or who is this guy? You ready to check it out? Yeah. Okay, here we go. This one is. Give me a time frame. Last five years. Okay, thank goodness I wasn't off. Okay. <laughs> yeah, here, this is a song that you would recognize. Yep, that's the one I thought you were going to play. <laughs> He's like, nope. <laughs> I, I'm sure I've heard it in context with something somewhere, but it wouldn't be like if you played this, I go, oh yeah, that's Andy Grammer. It's Love not that. on your playlist. No. And I don't mean that as a <laughs> no, bad way. I just, I just said, the tune. name didn't yeah. remind me of anything. Yeah, he, he's he got a very specific sound. He, he's, what was that song called? Honey, I'm Good. Yeah, then Keep Your Head Up, Fine yep. By Me, Don't Give Up On Me, Fresh Eyes, Fresh eyes yep. Good To Be Alive, that's I Found You. There's, I mean, there's several songs that are listed here yeah. in the press release. So, Nine, um, 9.6 million monthly listeners on Spotify and his bigger songs, about 435 million plays. So half, half a billion. Yeah. Half a hundred. Yeah. Half a billion. Okay. That's a that's a good name to get here. Is it? I, I, I'm glad. I, yeah, I'm, that's, I'm, that's great. I'm not coming at this in any negative way. Yeah. I'm just saying I just have most things I can at least touch on. Yeah, <laughs> most things. You're gonna have to go now. This one just mm-hmm. no no that's, recollection at all. The feeling of his music could be best described as what you might think a Target commercial sounds like. People having fun, dancing, mm-hmm. happy to be shopping yeah. in bright colors. That's his genre. If if that makes sense. Okay. That aesthetic. That's a that great a f- price for yeah. him, I think. Oh, they're all yeah. great price. I mean, even the yeah. most expensive show at the Devon's a great price yeah. compared to other venues. <laughs> you know, in this world, Stevie they, Nicks. What? Oh. There are some tickets that are to the point of just being sh- straight up stupid. De- well, yeah, and but, I love her, and her her ticket prices yeah. straight up stupid. Yeah, and, and is she still able to bring the goods? <laughs> yes. Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would. I would. Oh, have you seen her? Uh, yes, You've I seen, have. Well, I've seen her recently in, in, in Fleetwood Mac, but it's been. It's probably been. Uh, oh, you mean seen her? In, I have yeah, not. Yeah, I have yeah. not personally. I would, from what I've seen in clips, if she at her best is a hundred, I would give her at least an eighty-one right now. I've I've heard the exact opposite. Mm. Of really? Yeah. 
I, I listen. Well, Frank Sinatra at the end wasn't Frank Sinatra. Yeah. Oh, for I mean, sure. it, this isn't even like a did the person have talent yeah. argument. No. It's that you you get older and oh, sure. some of that stuff, the ability. Now some people can still. You, yeah. you know, Springsteen sounds more powerful, I think, in a weird way Which today. Probably, and, but but I mean, than he did 20 years ago. But and that it is, doesn't change. His his thing hasn't needed to fluctuate mm-hmm. in the same way. Hers is now older lady singing and, her you know, songs. And her voice is so unique. And yes. I wouldn't call it pretty. Yeah. It's just unique. And I think with her aging and that kind yes. of voice, it's, it's easier aged, yeah. for her yep. to still sound good. Yes. This guy's first album was put out in 2011. I meant okay. that's success. No, no, no. Yeah, I, the, I'm just saying time frame wise. Sure. Yeah. Uh, and he is 39 years old. So he's been around a little while. He's not a, a complete rookie. But anyway, good stuff. I'm yeah. sure people will enjoy that. They will. We were having this conversation with Clay the other day. It's like, you know, uh, they got, and, and, and I think COVID really did, you know, sort of change the dynamic in what was already a weird, like, like mm-hmm. if you work in and around festivals or events, the first thing you know, uh, food truck people and artists, they're, they're vagabonds. They're gypsies. I mean, they're impossible <laughs> to deal with. I right. Bet, yeah. There's like a, a personality, right? Yeah. And they're already thinking they're on to the next thing too. So it, it's very fleeting and it, it's. Yeah. I mean, they, they just don't live in a logical world where other people live. Mm-hmm. That's probably what makes them artists, you know, right? Uh, but that was announced yesterday. So good for them. All right. So when we talk about dark screen, white screen, and it only has been available for a few years, right? Mm-hmm. Like on the Apple? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I kind of remember like one what it, or two even. Yeah, 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 not even, you know, so it wasn't sort of like I did part it on my of the 12. history. Yeah, you did? That was the first one was on my 12. Okay. Yeah. And and so how long have you been doing that? Uh, let's see. Five years, maybe? Oh, uh, it hasn't been around that long. No, because well, we're, we're on so, 14. Okay, so, so. so three then? Yeah, three. See, it, it's uh, time's just mm-hmm. whatever. And um, so those, so, it kind of hurts my eyes. Know, you see it more clear than I do. the other way around. I feel like I do. And I will go home and sit in the living room with the TV on and one light on. I won't turn like big overhead lights on. I like things Me more too. dim. And I remember my grandparents doing that. And I was like, why do they sit in the dark all the time? But I Well, when you I, go to a movie theater, you <laughs> turn down the lines. Yeah. So I just... I don't want everything super bright. Is it because I'm at the Y and it's always bright and I just want to go home and the Y is a very bright place, very relaxed and kind of like a gigantic dentist's office. Especially when you're in the pools. I mean, that is bright. I understand. I I don't know. I don't know why I do it. It just it feels better on my eyes, but that's probably why I've gone blind then. All right, I gotta ask you. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, When we talk about um, professions, Mm -hmm. Nick sent me uh, a chart. Several weeks ago that I, I just have kind of held on to and I was, I was looking at it, uh, just yesterday as I was clearing stuff out in here and it's like the most and least trusted professions. Oh. Hmm. Okay. And then mugshot of the year. It, it, mm. I know we're only in January, <laughs> but I'm calling this early. Okay. <laughs> just Google the name, uh, Sammy Martz, M-A-R-T-Z. Sammy, S-A-M-M-Y, last name Martz, M-A-R-T-Z. And tell me that if you don't think this has got a shot at mugshot of the year already, even though we're only three weeks into the year. I've seen oh that guy, and he is a candidate. <laughs> He's a candidate. Seriously. Oh, wow. 
<laughs> Does he look like a guy that would take someone uh, a butane por- torch to someone? Yes, absolutely. That's yeah. what that looks I can like. pick this guy out of a lineup not even witnessing the crime. No, that's that, horrible. Th- that's not one of those that if they did a lifetime special that they go. He was such a quiet guy. No, no he looked like a guy that would torch somebody. I can't yes. believe it took this long. <laughs> yeah. Wow. 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 Right. It's almost unbelievable that someone can now, look here's, like that he, naturally. He, yeah. Here's the thing, though. He almost looks like he could be related to Hawk. <laughs> and Hawk doesn't look like Hawk's a, a play of ours. Okay. Uh, Hawk doesn't look like him. Right. But he looks close enough to Hawk that he could be related. I, I think it's just the... the the uh, cle- the hairline and the beard and more than that. Look a little deeper. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to be nice I'm, I'm interested to meet this hawk. <laughs> He's an interesting guy. Yeah, <laughs> hawks are pretty. He lives in. Uh, uh, works at Springfield okay. and here and then uh, does production stuff. Yeah. Great guy. He's awesome. Uh, runner. Uh, cool. you'd like him. Yeah. Uh, but, but I just, I kind of like took away a little bit. There's a little hawk in there. <laughs> you should send that to him and say, oh my this goodness. you? Cousin, cousin maybe. <laughs> Second cousin. Oh, this is one shoot. of you guys. Oh, All right. Now, America's most and least trusted professions. And this was in a Forbes publication and it doesn't cover everyone. Cause like I couldn't find like workout, you know, trainers or, or people like that. Who, who do you think if I had to just ask you off the top of your head, the most trusted profession in the United States of America, who do people put their most trust in just by profession? Doctors. That would be close. They're number two. Yeah. But far ahead of them, nurses. Oh, good. number one, right? Very good. And 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 I think that tracks because mm-hmm. if you go have a hospital experience or a doctor, the nurses are running everything. Yep. Yeah. And they're the mediators and the yep. the people who address your concerns. The doctors, they got no people skills at all. Yeah. It's odd to meet a doctor that's got like yeah personal skills. Yeah. And that translation is is a key skill. You know. You they know. They have to buffer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Interpret what they make it land the way it needs to land. You go to the ER, whatever your experience is, that nurse is your Sherpa. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And, and the doctor comes in and whatever. I mean, they, they and that's okay. They, they need to be good at like surgery. Yeah. I, you know, I mean, I don't care if they have personal skills or not. I, I'd substitute personal skills for skills once you're in my body. Yeah. <laughs> you know right. what I mean? Once you're cutting me open. Yeah. But so that's nurses and medical doctors. Now, this is interesting to me. Only because of the last three years, no one's listened to either one of those people. And there has been that weird strain of some some of them not going with what you would think they would say. And yes, stuff too. but because the chiropractor is wearing a white right. jacket does not make him a nurse or a doctor. Right. The, the waters are a little murkier in that yeah. way. But, yeah, that's interesting. That's right. a good point. And number three, pharmacist. So... Mm. I, I'm trying to make, I mean, it makes perfect sense for me. Mm-hmm. Right? Right. But I'm also not somebody who spent the last three years denying science. Right. But yet, 84% have a very high appreciation for nurses, 67% for doctors, 67 Six uh, percent for pharmacists. Now the very low side of that two eight five. So the vast majority of people mm-hmm. trust nurses, 
doctors, pharmacists. And the pharmacist one might be getting a ding just based on big pharma, you know, let alone, you know, eh. just some of these things get conflated together and, and take it down a bit. It's only 5% very, very right. low. So it's very not, minimal anyway. I, I, you know, even if you go to a chain store, you know your guy. Right. But it's certainly you go to Dale's and whatever. I mean, you know, that's just yeah. right. So, I mean, that doesn't surprise me in, in the least bit. Now, um, and also I want you to take this into context with politics. This both left and right. The right wing COVID denying stuff does not jibe with the vast majority of American people. High school teachers are next on the list. Oh, that's good. 60% with a very high or high opinion. Only 10% low or very low, right? Now, who do you think comes after high school teachers? So let's see. We got nurses. We got doctors. We got pharmacists. We got high school teachers. What's the next category? Would it be maybe like fire or police? Hmm. Police. Now, this doesn't jive <laughs> no, with the vast does. majority of progressives it or left not. or right. Yeah. Uh, they have literally 54% down 6% from pharmacists with a 13% low or very low. So when you hear all of this noise, mm -hmm. that's 13%. Making the noise. And, and I think perspective is important. Mm -hmm. And it's not to say that 13% don't have something to, to add to the conversation or something that needs to be addressed or, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. On any side yeah. of this. But it does give you more of a, a taste of just like where people are. Not Facebook noise. People, just in general. Mm -hmm. Accountants come in right after police officers. Now, I just think... I, God love them. I, I mean, I, I just had my first Ronald McDonald House board meeting and, you know, like, and, and this is people from Peoria and Bloomington and, and my God, can you identify the bankers like right off the bat? <laughs> yeah. And, and I'm appreciative because that's yeah. not my skill set. You know, they, they bring all. a whole thing that you have to have, you know what I mean? But you know, they've got a certain thing. So accountants. And then where do you think clergy right after accountants. So this is the shrinking of Christianity in this country and church going in general, that that a minister is behind nurses, doctors, pharmacists, high school teachers, police officers, and accountants. I would think that number would have been higher 25 years ago, that a priest or a minister, right? Yeah, it's the phrase faith first, you know, had some validity at that time. Yeah, and they've got a 15% low or very low with a 37% very high or high. Journalist, right after clergy, except we're way split on this. What? It's like the exact same amount of very high yeah. as low and very There's low. There's no in the middle. There's no in between. But you talked about earlier. What what does that mean? What does journalist mean now? That's right. Yeah. yeah. Building contractors, bankers, real estate agents, lawyers, but once we get to journalist, the low, very low number is higher than the Scales high, tipped. very high yeah, number. We're, right? yeah, we're, we're now at the ones that are starting so to be detested. Journalist, more. right right underneath clergy. <laughs> Wayne Kent will never let me wear it. <laughs> Building contractors, bankers, real estate agents, lawyers, business executives in general. That's a yeah. very general. Right. Car salespeople. <laughs> That old trip, yeah. that's, that's hanging on. Yeah. That's hanging on from the old days. Right. And then at the very bottom of the list, members of Congress. <laughs>
So members of Congress have a 58% low or very low as compared to an 8% very high or high in profession, like in terms of honesty and ethical standards and trust. There's enough congressmen that that 8% could be family members. And I'm a friend. <laughs> I, I, I just want you to consider Workers this. Staffers. And, and because like the con, like you think about the Mary Millers of the world, the Marjorie Taylor Greens, the squad, whoever it might be, how their, their disdain for the media, fake news. Honey, you are on the very bottom of the <laughs> list that anybody trusts. Yeah, not the tip of the spear, the butt of the spear. You're, you're not even in the spear. You're, 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 you're 25 yards behind the guy carrying the spear. The little tassel off the back of his belt. <laughs> I just thought that was, I, I'd I like to like that. lay that over like, you know, historically, you know, what that's meant. Because, you, you know, Walter Cronkite uh, was considered to be the most trusted man in America. Right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Doing the TV news. Back in the day. And your question is accurate. When you say media, what does that mean? Am I putting a TikTok influencer in there with, you know, somebody who's the editor of the New York Times? Yeah, I think today that's it's all been blurred, right? Yeah. Yeah. But this has always been the same for Congress. (laughs) We hate Congress. We love our congressmen. I mean, that's just anywhere you go, right? Oh, yeah. But it is funny when they get on their ladder. Like, I mean, like you are always at the bottom of this list. There's got to be a reason why. All right. Got the mugshot of the year. We did that. Oh, my goodness. I'm not sure I'm going to get that out of my head. This is a great picture. Oh, it's, oh. I like the mugshots sometimes. I don't understand. All right. I, I, I'm of two minds on this. That I thought was funny just because it's the unusual. You know? Yeah. That's man bites dog. You mm-hmm. see the picture and you laugh. Uh, although it wasn't funny what he's accused no, of or anything like not that. At all. That's why I don't read the captions. Right. I you can't. <laughs> but but I don't understand. Like I think the Herald and Review does is like the the gallery of mug shots to look at. What 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 is? I mean, who who's luckily you're looking to see if you know somebody. <laughs> why? Just morbid curiosity. It's it's pulling up by the wreck and slowing down to see what's going on. It's that. Papers blocked. But what you just shared is like. Oh, you see how wild that person looked or how, I mean, it's that it's two different. It can be two different things, but I mean, they routinely do it. Oh, yeah. You can go look and at, I'm sure it's heavily trafficked. You know, when I, when I hear that it hurts inside yeah. because it's, it's right. not about who's doing it, but it's that why do people want that? What, what's the widespread consumption of that? Why are we as people so negative? I don't know. Does it make us feel better? I think so. Really? Yeah. Certain people. Because you know, you know them. You know the ones that are never positive, that always leave I, I know, something but, negative. But why do people, why do they love to be in everybody's misery? I, I mean, what is it about that that, that gives human beings like a, a burst or, or a, I mean, why? why? I mean, what is that? I don't know. I I, I don't really know. I mean, I can tell you right now, like, like, you know, I've, I marched to my own drum and, and I don't, you know, everybody else can do whatever they want to do, but, but I can come in here tomorrow morning or Monday morning and fake the outrage and work everybody into a frenzy about negativity, about whatever. And people would bite. I, I mean, there's no doubt about it, 
But what satisfaction do I get out of that? Let me play to the worst in you. Let, let me let me manipulate the worst in you. I don't know, to bring you down to what their level so they feel better about themselves, maybe? I don't know. That's it's hard. I, I you know, I I don't know. There there are studies uh, that will show like, you know, the chemical release of certain oh, yeah. feelings. And no, things that that's, I think that's a, that that is probably accurate, yeah. but also giving people an escape of responsibility about their own behavior. No, it's that it's that chase that is over override. They are they can't not chase that. And, and and I'm not giving them an out. No, that's a mental condition or a physical or an ailment. Come on. No, not an. I mean, I don't. They can't not do it. Sure, they could not do it. Yeah, well, yes. Sure, they could go to like proper channels of information and not spread crap and hatred and racism and whole. I mean, of course, they could not do it. Yeah, I don't know how to articulate what I was trying to say with that. So I would just drop that one. <laughs> no, I, I, I'm just saying, I, I think when you just go, well, we, it's just humans. No, we can't no, no, help I'm, ourselves. Not, I'm not excusing it. That, that that That's the furthest from what I was trying to okay. do. I'm saying that, you know, a lot of the things that we do are are based on how we're wired and and good or bad. And and I think that that's that that's just some people. Yeah. They're just wired not quite negatively. sure yeah. that yeah. that yeah, holds up yes. in a court of law when you've done something that's really true. bad. I won't hold. But there are those people that are just negative. Well, yeah. That doesn't make it okay, right? They're but just, it is also there just, is a conscious choice in that. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm not taking that away. I mean, yeah. You could just flip the channel, not look at that. I mean, you do anything else. It's there, a glass half full, glass there, half mm-hmm. empty. Thing. Yes, but yeah. it, but even beyond like, that, though, but that's what it, it's it like. Is. You, you know, there's one thing between being cynical. Yeah. I, I think certain careers <laughs> make people cynical. You, you, yes. you know, uh, if you deal with, like, I, I think you would have a hard time being a law enforcement officer for 25 years and not be cynical. Mm. I mean, just yeah. because you have to deal with the worst of the worst all the time. I mean, day in, day out. So your your skew uh, of people gets warped by the people that are in your window all the time just by the necessity of what you do. I agree with that. Right? Yes. Mm-hmm. So that's probably a struggle to not be cynical about human behavior because no one's calling you to go to where the positive thing is happening. Right. Hey, come look at this kitty. Yeah. Hey, mm-hmm. we got a bear posing for selfies. <laughs> Now, tree cops going to do that, mm-hmm. but regular cops, not so much. So I get that cynicism, yeah. but I'm talking about people that revel in the mm-hmm. misery. I, I mean, that get off on the misery, that get aroused by the misery. I mean, that that feeds something in be. them, right? Mm-hmm. And and there are that, that's not the majority not of people. Nor, yeah. It really isn't. But like there are, for instance, like I know people by name that I don't know at all in my regular life because of just they're the people that always have something negative about something, no matter how positive it is, like on social media. Mm-hmm. That's just that's their role. Mm-hmm. Their self-defined role is to come in and just pee on stuff. Mm-hmm. That's a conscious decision. And feeding something that 
isn't good for them. I, I mean, I, I can't believe that that feeding that negativity it might give them a thrill, but as a human being, that's not any way to live life or be healthy well, about I, anything. And they do that, and then they get all these followers that are going, yeah, yeah, and I just maybe there's just this camaraderie with that they are oh, establishing is, with yes, these people. Because, it well, makes them feel good. Hey, I belong. Yeah, but but that then but reinforces that they think. By the way, there's yeah. a uh, there's a great number of these people in your good heart locker room. <laughs> <laughs> for whatever reason, they've paid for the privilege, and they're going to get every cent of that. Um, so it's it's a percentage. I uh, I constantly go back and forth with the struggle of knowing and understanding what that percentage is. You know what I mean? Because uh-huh. it's loud, but I don't but know it's not that it's large. So if yeah. I just look at these professions. And I think about all of the deniers, the COVID deniers, the vaccine deniers. Clearly, the numbers don't add up with what the majority of the people feel about your pharmacist, about your nurse, about your doctor. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. So that's why these things are always interesting to me. Yeah. Perspective. Because yeah. perspective, you get in an echo chamber. I mean, everybody does in, in any aspect of life. You, your echo chamber is just people at the front desk mad about whatever. I mean, I mean, you you get more. Yeah. Everybody of, else walks by and has a good time. Right. They don't stop and check in. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. So the so, silent majority. Yep. Interesting. Definitely. Though. We're above car salesmen. Hey. <laughs> and members of Congress. <laughs> and just beneath clergy. <laughs> But I, I think we're, 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 I think we're like a, we're, we're being shot out of a gun. We're, we're, we're going up. <laughs> we're number I, I one like with a bullet. Number one with a bullet. I feel like we're going to like pass a couple of these categories soon. Definitely. I'm feeling it for you. <laughs> All right. Hey, uh, why don't you stick tight? We'll bring Nicole in. Okay. You know Nicole? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know if you guys. I know Nicole. We'll talk Act. a little about EDC and, yeah. and I train, quality I train of life. one of her staff. You what? I train one of her staff members. Who's that? Andrew. Oh, you do. Taylor, who is also the president, president of the uh, school board. Yeah. Uh, he's, he's... I see him today, as a matter of fact. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. We just, we started, uh, it's been several months and his wife. So, yeah. They do at the same time? Nope. Oh. Completely different times. They do. That's a, yeah. you know, that's is a... that a better idea? Yeah. It is, right? <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Separate times? And they're, you know, and they have different goals and it's just, they have different ways that they enjoy working out. So, hmm. yeah. I think that couples, <laughs> by the way, no expert, uh, but I, I, I think you got to have some apart stuff. You have to have your own time. You don't think sure. the, the, hey, good job. Hey, good job. I think some. Some. I think some um, would do well with that, but. Those are really annoying people. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the ones that they never have their own time. <laughs> oh. They share a Facebook page. <laughs> <laughs> and the name is both names. Joe and Liz Jones. Like, Nailed that. <laughs> That's funny. Nailed that. All right. We'll be back. Nicole, join us in studios. Stay tuned. Hello, I'm Bob from Donnelly Automotive, your CarQuest store located at 1298 East El Dorado. We've been proudly serving the Decatur community for over 68 years, and we recently had a drive through put in. Honestly, an accident has changed our appearance, but not our hours of operation or experience or commitment to you, our loyal customers. Please call us at 428-7414. CarQuest has great people, great product, and great prices. 1298 East El Dorado, 428-7414. 
Are you wasting money on a timeshare you rarely use? Cancel it with Titan Exit Group. Get a free consultation and see how they can stop the never-ending maintenance fees and mortgage payments. In fact, if your timeshare contract is not terminated, you owe nothing, so you have nothing to lose. But those monthly fees get legally released from your timeshare, 100% guaranteed. Call now for your free consultation at 800-200-0894. You're listening to Buyers and Company, streaming live at NowDecatur.com. You know what I always have stuck in my head with this song? Kevin Brahaney. Kevin Brahaney, the answer. <laughs> it is uh, now stuck in my head. Second <laughs> you didn't even see it. <laughs> well, I, I, I would rather be you. No, it was a great moment at his uh, daughter's wedding uh, in St. Louis. They had this whole, I I guess now there's evidently like choreography and people involved and, you know, you do a whole, uh, it's really, you don't watch Bollywood movies. It it, it takes a while to get to Moreau. It's been 30 Uh, years. It's been 30 years. So we were down. It was, it's to this day, the most spectacular wedding just from a, Mm. you know, putting on an event. A wedding that I've ever been to. Uh, and it was amazing and, and it was great and, and, uh, uh, very happy for them. But they had this choreographed thing to that song, uh, with the father and the daughter and, and, um, uh, you know, the women all get in tears. The guys just go, Kevin's doing that. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it was one of those things. And I liked the song before, but now that whatever I had attached to it is no longer there. It is just that That's now. Awesome. Mm-hmm. But thank you for that. You're uh, all right. Nicole Bateman, how small of a town are we in? Uh, when I go to Angela, Nicole's out in there. You can, oh yeah, I, I, I train, uh, Andrew. It's like mm-hmm. this six degrees of separation <laughs> and this town's like two and a half. Yes, I, of I, course I know her I know, and her yeah. coworkers yeah. and their workout habits. I know. Habits. I know. Well, it's a small yeah. world. I'll give you an example. We were on vacation, um, a couple of weeks ago in the Bahamas and my husband ran into somebody whose brother lives here in Decatur. Yeah. And he lives in Champaign. Yeah. And we have a similar like, situation. It's yeah. going, I mean, it's just, you can't go anywhere without running somebody, yeah. you know, but I have somebody ask me like in us. Jamaica about Jesse Jackson. That's funny. Because <laughs> oh, you're from really? Decatur. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I was yeah. I was in Florida was with someone that works indicator. at Fleet Feet, and a lady goes, "Hey, Fleet Feet guy," because <laughs> the shoes, dead serious. That's like, hilarious. Wow. That's so funny. Yeah, it's a small world, which oh. is great. I like it. That's that's what I love about this community too. And I, you know, I recognize that earlier on, or not having grown up here, but it really is a town of relationships in a really positive way. Um, you know, you want to get to know people, you can get to know people, yeah. and. They want to help you out, and it's just nice to it's just nice to be um, to create those connections. Yeah, and and it's also uh, I think if you you put the work in, and you know it, it's not easier to get stuff done, but it's easier to call on those resources, right? Oh yeah, I, most I mean, definitely. It, mm-hmm. We were sitting around a room yesterday and just looking around. You know, there's like 20 people in there, and it's like, okay, you know, I don't know that this happens everywhere, it and doesn't. I think sometimes the larger your population, the mm-hmm. harder that is to get done. Uh, but it's great. I, have you been to the new Ag Center? Yes, I have. And what did you think? Yeah, it's outstanding. I mean, I wish I had that when I was in high school. It's it's yes. fantastic. And, you know, I think it presents a really great opportunities for the employers to become um, involved because 
I guess from my role, I've seen sometimes a disconnect between what the employers say they need and then what the students are actually being trained on, because it's hard to keep up in our in our public schools, um, in our private schools, too, because, you know, uh, outfitting labs to current day technologies is expensive. And so the opportunity to create this workforce that's been trained on the exact equipment that you have and you need them to be knowledgeable on is it's there now. That's so interesting. Cool. Uh, that's a great perspective. I had the exact opposite mm-hmm. thought. I mean, not opposite completely, but I, I remember buying Promethean boards with the Cater Public Schools Foundation and putting them in the high schools and one side of the hallway had to turn theirs off so that the other guy would have enough power to turn them on. Uh, I mean, that kind of stupid stuff. Like Mm -hmm. where even if you invest in the technology, you don't have the infrastructure Mm -hmm. to support it. And then I looked at that, uh, uh, the room where they're going to have all of uh, like the electrical training and all Mm -hmm. the, I mean, your labor friends, my God, if you haven't been out there, I know Josh Sapp and other people, but I mean, Mm -hmm. what they're going to have out there just for that avenue alone is amazing. Yeah, it's incredible. It just presents such a great opportunity for our students. You know, and I I had the 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 honor, I should say, of teaching the very one of the very first days of the ag classes because the teacher at that time was in the military and he was gone on leave for for a week or so. Um, And I asked the students at the beginning of every hour, and I think we had like six or seven hours. Do you see a future for yourself indicator? Raise your hand if you do. None of them raise their hand. Yeah. Mm. And so, you know, I mean, we knew that was a problem, um, but we knew that's exactly why we created the Ag Academy because it's right here in their backyard and they need to start connecting those dots. So we need to help them do that. And now it's happening. It's just really exciting. There's it's almost 500 so students mm-hmm. uh, in the uh, Dwayne Andreas uh, Ag Academy. And uh, I've been out, uh, we were out. I think earlier in the week at the Ag uh, Center uh, on the campus of the Mankind Law Enforcement Training. I mean, that camp is just crazy. When we were out there mm-hmm. yesterday and, and uh, got a t- chance to walk around with uh, the superintendent and Ashley and, and uh, the interim chief of police and a few other people that were there for a separate, different meeting, but then wanted to see mm-hmm. the Ag Center. The indoor arena is amazing. Yeah, it is. That's that's really cool. Yeah. So I, I was involved when that was a $3 million conversation. I was involved when it was a $5 million <laughs> conversation. Mm-hmm. I was involved when it was a $7 million. And now I think it's 11. Uh, so it will be unique, right? I mean, there's just not oh, a lot of mm-mm. places that are there, you know, and that's all private investment from the Howard G. Buffett Foundation yeah. that, that have an $11 million ag center. Yeah, no, this, um, a lot of schools are just struggling to keep their ag shops open, right? So to have this in front of us is really incredible. And it will be great for District 61, meaning they've run out of space even in the renovated Eisenhower mm-hmm. MacArthur because those two schools were renovated before the ag program <laughs> began. Right. And those take special rooms and programming and it's just, it's just different. It's not a typical classroom, which was, which is why I think it's so attractive to students and why that uh, program has seen such success in their enrollment because it is very hands on and, um, interactive and really, a very fast way to apply that to everyday life. I yeah. think students get it right away because we're talking about food. We're talking about ecosystems and, and they understand that. Um, everybody does, right? And so, um, it's, it's just been fun to see that grow. Well, I, I know they're still working on the curriculum, but basically, as mm-hmm. I understand it, like freshmen, you know, coming into the ag program will still do classes at Eisenhower and MacArthur and then the more advanced stuff will locate yeah. out to, but that center is going to be available for FFA programs anywhere. I, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, county schools, state why they can host events. I mean, it's, mm-hmm. so it will be a benefit to everyone. Yep, yeah, absolutely. Really grateful for that investment. That's great. My uh, son was FFA. 
Nice, and, yeah. and he's mm-hmm. a senior at U of I, and he's going hopefully into grad school in in uh, crop science. So, oh good. And I would love for him to come back into this community. I think well, he would like to. I'm sure there's a a, a plethora of opportunities. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> yeah, uh, for come on sure, home, buddy. That's right. <laughs> All right. So, uh, what's the state of the state? Uh, you know, as we are in the new year now, and we're mm-hmm. looking ahead. I, I mean, I know there's constantly stuff that we need to be working on, and I, I sure. feel like mm-hmm. the difference in this community is that there are people there. Are positive about what can we accentuate that we have, mm-hmm. what are the problems that we need to solve, and how do we work together. Too much of life is either or. It's, it's all the above. Yeah, you got to work on all of it at the same time. Um, and some some you'll be able to move the needle on faster, some you won't. Some are impacted by, you know, rising prices in lumber, and so we're holding off and building this or that. Or, you know, there's, there's all sorts of things that impact the decision-making process and the times in which we build or, or move those um, initiatives forward, but still, you know, a lot going on. And that's the way it should always should be. You're never going to get then That's life, right? It's always just constant improvement and constant um, analyzing. Okay, what what are we what are we missing? Where are the gaps? What can we do better? How do we fill that? Um, at the same time, how do we draw in more jobs? How do we train up our workforce? Where are the people? How do we get more people? How do we help them overcome those challenges to getting into the workforce? I mean, it is it's easy to get overwhelmed. Um, but the nice thing is as just to the very first point of this conversation, when you have those relationships built, you know, you don't have to solve it on your own. Where are we situated? I, I know the governor was here last year, you know, at TCCI, mm-hmm. uh, and I know his focus is on, uh, the ripple economy outside of the electrical vehicle market, you, you know, mm-hmm. meaning like we, yeah, we'll build Rivian, you, you know, in Bloomington, but, batteries and all the things that come along with that. Are we situated in a, in a good place to take advantage of that? We are actually, you know, I there, so there's a warehouse on the south side of Decatur um, on Southside Drive next to the police department. I think a lot of people have taken note. And so Phoenix investors out of Wisconsin came in and renovated that space. And I just noticed, I mean, I knew what was being stored in there as of late, um, but I noticed that they're having a job hiring event through one of the um, employment services here in town and they're marketing it as the Rivian Warehouse. So, I mean, Rivian's already in Decatur, and uh, I knew that. Why, why is this, why was it top secret? I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's up to the companies to announce those things, but they're running the space. So Rivian's already here, right? So you've got Rivian and we have TCCI working on the um, electric compressors. But yeah, we're really well situated to be, when you look up and down that supply chain for electric vehicles um, and all the parts that go in it. There's other companies here that are also doing stuff in the electric vehicle market already. Um, they've been pretty quiet about what they're doing, um, but they're they're here and it's happening. And we are, we're well situated um companies look regionally to you know if they have to drive it and think of all the companies in decatur that are already regional yep. right um and so that's no different when we talk about you know the electric vehicle that industry. has changed somewhat though right I, I mean in your world where it used to be sort of decatur competing with champagne you know that's mm-hmm. kind of been thrown out the window i, I mean because not everybody yeah. has enough homes enough you know so it's kind of like hey maybe live here work there and it's mm-hmm. looked at a little differently from thirty thousand feet yeah, definitely. And as our, you know, you think about companies and think about distribution or think about where we shop and where we get our services. It's not all going to be in the same town you live in. I mean, we're, we're mobile people and that was different. That was different 
I would say probably 50 years ago, right? Um, it was a trip if you were going to go to Champaign. It was a trip if you were going to go to Bloomington or Springfield or Peoria. But that's not the case anymore. People do it every day. Sometimes people do it multiple times a day. Yeah. Um, so that's so just the mindset and thinking more regionally will bring more success, and we're starting to see that. Yeah, and, and I think then if you do that, and I just feel like I know a little bit about this just simply because of where we're located as a company. You, you mm-hmm. have some internal knowledge about these other markets. I feel like our home value will beat anyone, you know, whatever you're able to yeah. buy for your mm-hmm. dollar. I think our amenities and quality of life, we've added so much in the last few years yep. to that, that we're well situated to like where maybe you work in Bloomington, but you live in Decatur. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we see that a lot. I just had a regional call with my fellow ADC colleagues earlier this week, and we were talking about... By the about, way, they're all Decatur people. <laughs> yeah, three-fourths of us are. <laughs> so that's helpful. Um, but it's, you know, it's been fun to to create those relationships and to um, bring that, you know, to the table for the benefit of all of our communities. But just the technology that's in place now where we can track where people go um, and see, really get a better understanding of how the workforce um, flows, how people are consuming goods and where they're going to take that in, um, entertainment, healthcare, all of that, you know, really being able to track all that gives us a lot of information and will be helpful to us And as we make decisions moving forward as um, we talk about community amenities and retail and restaurants and all that good stuff. Yeah. And so if you put like sort of a, like, I don't know, like a heat map over that, right? I mean, mm-hmm. we can now see that. Yes, we can see that. And, you know, that's that's because everybody has a cell phone and it's being tracked. Yes. It's just the way it is. I know people, you know, they're like, oh, stay off the Internet. It doesn't matter if you have a cell phone. We're, we're tracking you. Yeah. We see where you go. We, we know where <laughs> yep. it, when it's on the charger on the nightstand and you're sleeping yes. and we know yeah. when you're going to lunch. Exactly. Uh, but I think all that's positive. And I, and I think that the idea that you guys have mm-hmm. great relationships with Ryan McCready and mm-hmm. Patrick up in Bloomington, and, I mean, and looking at it, we can sell a region a, a lot better than we can sell an individual community. Absolutely. And we're working on that right now. We've um, we've come up with a new, you know, basically just pulling all that together. So we'll have a website, a brand, a logo, all that stuff because site selectors. So our target audiences that help companies make decisions on where they're going to, where they're going to locate. That's what they're looking for. They're looking for regions. They're not looking specifically for individual communities. And so we're developing um, material and content and a, and a brand and a name to put out there so that when they see us, they see the Mid Illinois Collaborative, they're seeing all of our communities and then we can go from there. I think one of the misnomers that we have here locally, whether it's Bloomington or Decatur or whatever, is that we think very individually, like everyone knows the difference between this and this. Mm-hmm. When these companies are competing from people who have no idea. No, they Bloomington, don't. Bloomington, Decatur. I mean, I mean, there's no perception. Mm-hmm. There's no preset. I mean, they they just, it's Illinois. We're, we're downstate. We're just south of Chicago and that's about all they yeah. know, all right? But- yeah, I mean, honestly, and being from Northern Illinois, mm-hmm. they think we live in the sticks and that this oh, is yeah. Southern Illinois. But, but, but I, don't, I don't even South think that, 88 is Southern Illinois. Yeah, yeah. Right. But I think if you live in New Jersey, you don't even have yeah. that perception. It's just. Well, and especially if you're coming from a foreign country, you oh, really, really don't have, have no idea. It's you Chicago. know, New York, Chicago yep. and L.A. Yep. Yep. That's yep. about it. And in, in France, France you plan a ribbon cutting <laughs> in January. <laughs> and you luck out on the best weather ever. <laughs> so uh, it is a different world. I mean, it's it's. 
it's smaller in some ways, but but broader in thinking in other ways, uh, which is great. I, I applaud you guys for uh, adapting. I mean, it, it's it's just you got to lean into change. Absolutely, and you know we talk about you know those connected relationships here in in our small town. Well, think about those connected relationships that are being developed across our region, and that's super important. And that that means success for the whole region. And I think that's what everybody at the end of the day wants and will benefit from. All right, we've only got about a minute left here. Uh, I saw Nikki Budzinski, our uh, newly sworn in congresswoman assigned to the uh, the ag uh, committee that's good for us right great Yep, that's great news. So we need somebody that um, understands agriculture, understands that as, um, you know, the largest employee. I mean, ag is Illinois' number one industry. It certainly, you know, is huge here in the central Illinois region. And so um, she, in you know, in all my meetings with her, she's been very knowledgeable and wanting to learn more, um, which is great. So I'm excited to see that she's on that ag committee. That's going to be beneficial for us. I thought the same thing. Just wanted yep. to get the uh, the confirmation. Uh, I think we talked a little bit about the uh, the Ag Center. Uh, the Illinois Agri-Food Alliance was down here at ADM mm-hmm. on Monday. They took a tour of the new facility. Every one of them just blown away. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing like it. There's nothing like it. We should be super proud of that. Nicole, Angel, work Andrew hard today. Tell I him shall. I said. <laughs> I will. All right. Have a great weekend. If you missed any of the show today, podcasts are driven by the Bob Brady Auto Group. You can get them wherever you get your podcast, including nowdicator.com. We'll see you Monday morning bright and early. Have a great weekend. WSOY Decatur and W277DB Decatur. WSOY, 1340 AM and 103.3 FM. Streaming live at nowdecatur.com. This is RJ Crace with your stories now. The Decatur Regional Chamber of Commerce will host a business breakfast on Wednesday, February 8th from 7.30 to 8.30 at the Decatur Club on West Prairie Avenue. The central topic will be the Safety Act. Guest speakers, Deputy Police Chief Brad Allen and State's Attorney Scott Reuter will share their thoughts on the issue. January is Radon Action Month in Illinois. Radon is a tasteless, odorless, colorless gas that can lead to health problems. The state says radon test kits are available at most hardware and department stores. It's recommended that you do both a short-term and long-term test. If readings are high, you can contact IEMA or a licensed mitigation company. You know what's not dangerous at all? Visiting our website. You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.